party people in the place to be. This is what you've all been waiting to see. Electric Boogaloo, the ultimate show. With Kelly, Ozone, and Turbo. Electric Boogaloo is breakdance too. Yes, ooh. Hi. Electric Boogaloo's action dance, the best you'll get. If you like breakdance when you ain't seen nothing yet. I'll finish you, your friends, and your whole damn neighborhood. This time there is an enemy, so they must unite. Because to say what you believe in, sometimes you must fight. You lost your edge. Fine. Electric Boogaloo's the greatest, nothing can compete. And once you've seen this movie, you'll believe in the beat. I got some tzatziki on my nipple over here. Oh my god. No way. Welcome to Recapping Gown. The podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he seems like an angel and drinks like a fish the class of 04's own Big Hern David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. After I finished this uh, this movie that we're watching today, it immediately recommended the five heartbeats that I started yeah, watching. Dude. I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. I went through a uh-huh. Robert Townsend phase when I was a teenager. I uh, watched that a lot. So good. I, I'm probably one of eight people who liked Meteor Man. Thought it was a good I movie. I loved Meteor Man. You, you did? Okay. You love oh, okay. Golden good, Lords. Good. That stuff is. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, I remember watching Hollywood Shuffle. Meg, where has this been all my life? Yeah. But this, I started, I'm going to finish it after the pod, obviously. That, that just popping up on HBO Max. Didn't expect it. That was. I mean, he was even good in The Parenthood. Like he's yeah. Robert Townsend doesn't get his due. He should be yeah. in more stuff. Now. Is he still he's still with us? Right? He's not dead. Oh he? yeah, he's still he's alive. Where has he been? He should be in lots of show all the time now. He was on the bear. Oh, oh well, that's was he? Good. That's good. I'm I'm happy he didn't catch a stray from Cat Williams like everybody else got because he no, no he's doing he could have caught a stray. He, he gets offered something really good. He's like, all right, but he's well, not good. just gonna do anything. That's good. That's good. Um, if we're talking about things that we're watching, uh, Love is Blind came back, and the debate over this dude, Clay, is tearing my house in two. My wife loves him. I think he is a living piece of shit. We're going to find out tomorrow because there's more episodes dropping tomorrow. So we will find out whether he's good or bad, but I think he's trash. So for all the listeners who are also watching, um, I guess hop in the group and let me know what you think about Clay. Uh, but flying solo in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief cliche and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Um, 
not much. I feel like I am dying of allergies right now, but other than that, I'm surviving. It's it's rough down here in Texas. Mm. <laughs> Springtime will get that way, you know? We're heading yeah. into nicer weather and it's going to be like that. Yeah. Um, like the weather is like all over the place too, which isn't helping because no. it's hot and then it's cold and then it's hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of all over the place, what movie are we watching? Where can we get it? And what is it about? Yes, 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 yes. We are watching Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. It is available on Max. And this synopsis, I think, just really covers all of it. I haven't read it, but I just feel confident <laughs> that it covers the whole entire plot of the film. Disappointed with her small part in the chorus line of a Los Angeles show, jazz dancer Kelly quits and heads home. Her father disapproves of Kelly's relationship with street dancers, Ozone and Turbo, and encourages her to pursue an opportunity to perform in Paris. That's not true. Okay. So I'm going to... No. Yeah. Um, that's not correct at that's all. That's not correct. No. Um, ignoring his wishes, Kelly teams up with her friends for a breakdancing benefit show to save an endangered community center. Most of that is accurate. Most of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, the, the plot is barely a plot, so... Yeah, so I don't know how you fuck it up, but surprisingly, they did. <laughs> that covers most of the bases. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this one. Lucinda Dickey as Kelly Special K Bennett. Adolfo... They, they don't call her that in the movie, but it's all right. <laughs> Adolfo... I think they call her that in the first Shabadu. one. Yeah, the oh, yeah? first one. Yeah, she's Special K in the first one. Adolfo Shabadu Quinones as mm-hmm. Orlando Ozone Barco. Mm-hmm. Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers as Tony Turbo Ainley. Okay. I didn't know um, they had real names. I just thought they were just Turbo. Only in the first one. <laughs> On the first one, they have names. <laughs> Susie Bono as Rhonda. Uh, Harry Caesar as Byron. I'm like, why, why do I know him? If anyone's seen A Few Good Men, he's the guy who works at the newsstand who talks uh, to I... no, no oh. one. No, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Yeah, he like... He, like he like goes back and forth with like sayings with uh, Tom Cruise back and forth. It, it was weird. It was, it was a weird little part. But I'm like, it's, it's that guy. He's he's that guy. Right. <laughs> um, Sabrina Garcia as Lucia or Lucia. Peter McLean as Mr. Douglas. Uh, Ice T as rapper Ice T. That's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people in this movie that. <laughs> Don't really do anything because there's not really a plot. Um, Let's go around the horn and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? Like an exact memory the first time I saw it? Not possible. But I know I've (laughs) seen this movie as a child. um, And the fact that it was like always on something. Um, I don't know if it's like, I think one and two are kind of synonymous in my head, but I don't know. I couldn't really tell you the difference. I'm assuming they just always play this a double feature on like uh, UPN yeah. or like WPIX or something. They they played a lot together. Um, the first one and second one have very 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 different plots. <laughs> like they're they're plots. they're in a shared. Well, they, yeah, the, the the stories are different. The, there's no there's no Rex and Roll in the first one. They do all of this in like a okay. month after the first one ends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, memories for you. Uh I don't know. I <laughs> some of the stuff I recognize, some of the music kind of hits, but okay. I I do not recall seeing it. 
I do not, but I, I'd like to think that at one point I'd be like, this looks funny. It's got to be, but no, do I do not yeah. recall other than I watched it a few hours ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, as longtime listeners may know, I was a breaker for pretty long stretch of my life. I started uh, when I was 14. I was in a crew in high school. I taught kids how to break for three years in college. Um, I was trying to think of the last battle I went to. I think I was 25. So for like a little bit over a decade, this was a scene that I was pretty active in. Um, in the summer of 99, MTV had Hip Hop Week and it was dope as fuck. They ran a bunch of old episodes of Yo! MTV Raps. They played a bunch of live hip hop concerts. They had this amazing show that I've been looking for ever since called Station Zero. It was just Beavis and Butthead, but the two dudes were black and they watched like and made fun of a lot of hip hop videos instead of rock and pop videos. And it was fucking great. And it, they did it for a week and then it just disappeared. Um, but one of the days during hip hop week, they ran a ton of old hip hop movies. I remember it was Beat Street, Fresh Groove, Breakin' and Breakin' 2, like all back to back. I watched all of them. And then the next day I went to breakdance.com, which I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore. Um, started watching videos and trying to interpret written instructions with no visuals to figure out how they were supposed to break. So this mm. movie was like central to what my personality would become for about 10 years of my life. But uh yeah, I have not seen it since then, I don't think. Um, maybe step one, one more time, but that's it. Step one, find giant cardboard box and flat. Well, I had linoleum, step mommy. We had, that's it, we or linoleum. Menards. We went to oh, Menards no, and got a big roll yeah. of linoleum, yeah. That was, okay. we, I, it, I mean, it got the job done. And cardboard also works, but it breaks down. <laughs> like, yeah. you do that shit for about a week, your shit's flat, and it's going to hurt like hell. Um, let's go around the horn here. Uh, did this make the grade for you, Dana, or should they have held this back? Well, are we grading this as like a, um, <laughs> like a, what, like an elective, like an extracurricular, like a, grade like it a however core. you choose. Um, so I'm going to say this is more of an elective than a true rigorous course. Are you drinking out of a Stanley cup? I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been doing that for like two months now, Dana. <laughs> Every we episode. Noticed. I was like, when did you become like a 28 year old white woman? Well, um, I'm, I'm married to a white woman, and we have approximately 78 Stanleys in our house. So woo! she gave me one of her old ones. What? We got a lot of them. We got a lot what? of them. She has she she spent approximately, what, $300,000 on those. Uh, you get it because they're I, expensive. Yeah. I don't ask, but yeah, we have, I don't know, like six or seven at least. We've got a bunch of these shits in the house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Um. So I'm going to, like, read this as an elective, like, you know, it's dancing. It's theater. It's not one of your main rigorous courses. So I'm going to say, actually, even on that, I remember this being like more impressive <laughs> as a kid. Like I was just like, oh, this dance scene's going to blow me out of the fucking water. I did not feel that way. And sorry, I'm going to be sniffling. I'm trying really hard not to sniffle it's, into my It's microphone. fine. This is going to sound hilarious. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I, 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 there is like one scene that is actually pretty good. The rest of them make you wonder, like, am I sick? Am I, do I have a fever right now? <laughs> um, so yeah, even judging it as an elective, I'm gonna say thanks for trying, get a participation, but it's not, yeah, it's not as like I remember, I remember being blown away, and then I did not feel that way. No. The dancing in the I'll, I'll explain why and when we get into the discussion. The dancing in the first one is a lot more impressive than the dancing in the second. Okay, I don't the know if anybody else one, yeah. had started watching. Um, this is me now. The J Lo film. Sorry, I have not. <clears throat> this is me. This dot, is dot, me. Dot. Me now. Now. Um, <laughs> and the dancing in that is 
wild in comparison to this. Just the whole thing of that one. Again, another one that makes you question your sanity. I didn't finish it. It's only an hour, so I don't know how I didn't finish it. <laughs> but I didn't finish it. I did not finish This Is Me now. Now. Yeah. Um, I got into like the dancing in glass houses on the song called Rebound where they're tethered together. Mm. And that's about as far as I got. So yeah. In comparison yeah, yeah, to that high standard of Miss uh, Jenny from the block, Lopez, this is not yeah. really holding up. Yeah, I'll I'll explain what happened there. <laughs> Dave, did it make the grade for you? Um, as like say it was like a dance compilation. There was some good. There were some good moves. It'd be like a B plus dance compilation. Them at, trying to tell a story kind of <laughs> kind of ruined it. Uh, it was a pretty lame story. But mm-hmm. it did become a bit of a trope throughout the 80s of the, you know, the it was the go-go 80s, the corporate overlords come, come they're coming into the inner city to steal what makes our communities our communities. Or yeah. in the case of like the rec ski, center. or like ski school, like someone's trying to buy the ski school or it's, rad. Same yeah, plot as rad. Rad. <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, it's <laughs> low hanging fruit, but it was new back then. So but uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, and there was a lot, there was a lot of dumb dumb scenes too a lot of lot of dumb stuff like i was talking about in the hospital which we'll talk about later that was really really dumb and long there, there was a dumb dance fight sequence in an overpass i'm like this this is dumb yeah um, so you kind of get get over the good dancing part and then it's just kind of a dumb 80s <laughs> movie the acting is subpar and mm-hmm. not a lot to go on from there so i would I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pass it i'm not So for me, it's a little charitable to call this a movie. It's like a series of music videos with little vignettes between more than anything else. Um, The plot is thin as can be. The acting is kept to an absolute minimum. And like Dana said, the dancing is kind of underwhelming. I I will explain what happened here. So the subtitle to the movie is doing all the heavy lifting here because this movie has a lot more popping and locking than breaking in it. And Boogaloo... Mm -hmm is like the meeting point of popping and locking. It's like, mm. if, you, if you combine those two together, you get Boogaloo. And so what they're doing is not breaking for most of this movie. They're doing a lot of Boogaloo, a lot of locking. And so like, that's why it doesn't look as good. And they're not great at it. The, the best popper in the movie is the mime. <laughs> so like, there's yes. not a lot of, that's not what their strong suit really is. And Frankly, at this time, popping wasn't what it became yet. This was still really early on for that. So, like, in terms of a time capsule movie that's just stupid fun, it made the grade. But in terms of if you're trying to, like, watch a film, the the first one is is a lot better than this one, as seems like is often the case. Well, why is the first anywhere. one available anywhere? <laughs> it's anywhere. the better I don't film. Know. It, it's that's the better cool. film. It's not as fun as this one, but it's a better film. I wonder um, if it has like a better soundtrack, which is what's keeping it. I'm gonna look at uh, it. It might. I mean, well, the the soundtracks to both Beat Street and Crush Groove are amazing because Crush Groove is just the story of how mm-hmm. Def Jam Records came to be, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and it's all the Def Jam artists. And then um, Beat Street, mm-hmm. it's a story about like um, an MC and like a graffiti artist. So the music is like central in that one. This one, the music, uh, I'll talk about it when we talk about that. But I do have a fun fact to get us started here. Um, Yeah. So Adolfo Shabadu Quinones was a member (laughs) of the Lockers. 
Um, the lockers, uh, originally the Campbell lockers and then the lockers was like the first real hip hop dance crew. Um, two notable members of the lockers were Fred rerun Barry from what's happening. And Tony Basil, uh, co-founded the lockers. Yes. All of, all of this stuff, <laughs> all of that. Tony Basil um, of, Oh, Mickey, you're so fast. The very same. Yeah. She also it was did Tony a lot of Basil. choreography for David Bowie. Tony Basil and um, Don Campbell were the the two that started the lockers. Um, I saw a video of her when we were in like quarantine during the early days of COVID where she was just getting the fuck down in like some sandals. And I'm like, she still fucking got it. Like she still got it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because locking has really not stood the test of time the way that breaking and popping has. And this movie is heavy with locking, so it's it's it, it feels a little bit anachronistic. Um, wow. Other fun facts on this one? Um, to no one's surprise, but I felt like putting it in here. Mm-hmm. The film started production before the script was even written. <laughs> of course, the it producers did. were in such a hurry uh, to get it out into oh, the cinemas. The yeah. director started directing dance scenes with a loose idea of the story. The script they said scriptwriter, but it's two scriptwriters. Struggled to meet the deadline. Why? Hence why all the dance <laughs> scenes were filmed first in order to give, they say him a couple of weeks to rewrite it. Okay, so now I'm questioning that one. But I do think like they started filming ahead of time because I'm reading another article where two people um, wrote the film. They wrote a different film that was then scrapped. Mm. And then they came up with this one. And then there was like a push to keep this like very G-rated. Yeah, um, you feel you feel it throughout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who did they get? Sorry, now I'm trying to... Okay, so they hired first-time screenwriters Julia Reichert and Jan Freya so to write the script for Breaking, but then that one was tossed in the trash. Um, but then they came <laughs> back for Breaking 2. Wow. Electric uh, boogaloo. No, I just realized... You know shot at it. Um, it's it'll be the 40th anniversary this year of breaking that's probably why it's not streaming anywhere the original oh, I'm sure boy. They're holding that for a a big anniversary probably yeah. this one oh. also came out in 84 that's true they it both were 84 <laughs> they came out the is same that year. right i didn't I, I thought it was like 84 85 no 84 84 no. No. yeah no, but it's the, because it was such a hit they're like we got to make another one of these now there were script problems from day one doesn't look like anybody read the script that was the problem um <laughs> uh, yeah that's what uh Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin was in the first one. Shot. They said, "Hey, do you want to do you want to reprise your role?" And he's like, "No, nah, nah, <laughs> sure don't." <laughs> no, nah. um, been, 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 been there, done that. You have no script. No thanks. Yeah, this it, one uh, I also discovered goodness. was rushed to the screens um, because Supergirl. Oh, oh my god! Ooh, that they is, were like, we, we can do it for the pod. She's a teen in that yeah. movie. Yes, she is. I think that one was on Max for a while. I don't know if it still is. Um, Boy, what a hunk of shit that movie is. Yeah, so they were like, oh, I'm trying to read this really quickly. Um, it turned into TriStar's Pride Possession in the winter of 1984. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so if it, when Supergirl went from number one in America to acknowledge and ignore Drek in the span of one November week, TriStar mm-hmm. pushed Cannon to wrap Breaking 2 so the dance film could take the bomb's place. 
And the lone wow. editor turned into a team of eight and an army of sound mm. engineers or sound editors working 24 hours a day for two weeks. That explains all the ADR. Sound color corrected and <laughs> screened his first cut like simultaneously. It was originally slated for 600 theaters. It went into 2,000. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a just wide the, release. Just the number of prints. I mean, there was money yeah. spent here. That's yeah. something. Yep. It's not on the screen, but there was money spent. All right. Well, so those are some let's, facts yeah. about Breaking Two. Let's get into the recap and the segments here. Dana, where do you want to get us started? Um, so I will say the so I did want to start with the music because it was like really catching me off guard. I will say the only song from this movie that you would actually recognize is George Cran's Din Dada. Yes. Da, da. Yes. No, no. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, I can never like remember the original. It's always on that um, Shake song by the Ying Yang Twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a heavy sample. (laughs) (laughs) Bounce to the other side. To the other side. Yeah, so that is like truly the only recognizable song in this whole Mm -hmm. entire film. The other music, yeah, no, that's like I, I felt like I felt like singing "What What a Feeling" a lot. Yes, there was a big feeling about that. Yep. There is one song, which Anybody? will not be the first song I talk about. But so yeah. all of the songs either sound like bad knockoffs and or are describing what's happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. There is no there is no in between except for Dindada. That is the only song that just feels this is something one would dance to. And maybe mm-hmm. I don't know if it's people were breaking and, and popping and locking well, to it. Well, th- see, here's the thing. <laughs> so, so watching this movie, I think the music was the most jarring thing about it to me. Um, Breakin itself has not gone through that much of an evolution from the mid '80s. Like, you, there's, there weren't really freezes at the end of routines back then. The most you could do was like lay on your side with your, you know, hand behind your head, nonchalant style. That was a thing. But like that, the freezes have become a much bigger thing since then. Like the power moves are a lot bigger. There are a lot of windmills in this movie, but no one did flares or anything like that. Um, but the music has changed drastically <laughs> since then. Um, yeah, Dendada, you could still hear that at like a breakdance battle now. That they they play that still. But basically, everything aside from that, you dance to like funk music now. You dance to like a lot of James Brown. Um, yeah, parliament gets played often but like funk music is what you break to you don't break to electronic music or whatever this 80s pop music synth stuff is i i've never heard that at a battle in my life it is you get a lot of james brown because the drums are what you're dancing to and there's not mm. good drums in any of those songs so i could not dance to these songs in this movie i don't know what i would do okay. yeah well that's what they're in that one article i was reading james brown actually has like a video on how to how to boogaloo to one of his songs mm-hmm. to teach people so i can understand james brown coming in but yeah, other yeah the music is trash because as dave said there's literally a song in it called i believe in the beat and <laughs> i thought it opened the movie it doesn't it's like the second or third the song movie. in but it definitely yeah. closes the movie but it's also heard earlier in the film yeah and you're truly like what a feeling it feels oh, wait, the no. exact same I believe in the beat and then the words, I'm like, those, those aren't the words I thought they were. Yeah. It's, um, it's, 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 yeah, it's, 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 it
I got a new attitude. Stuff's yes. on again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like right stuff. when it starts to get too close to like Irene Cara, it's like zig. We gotta zig mm-hmm. away. We gotta zig away yeah. from it. And it right. is like every every song. Like there's another song that I kept trying to Shazam them, and Shazam was like, these aren't songs. <laughs> Stop playing. I've never me. heard this before in my life. <laughs> never heard this before in my entire life. Because there's another one that I just called it. It sounds like a Whitney Houston song when Turbo sees his girlfriend in air quotes we'll talk about that later mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the second time he goes to dance with her and it the song sounds like oh i just want to dance with someone yep. there's like there's there's like whitney notes to it i didn't write it down because the I note was progression so, is very similar i was so gobsmacked because i i had to make up my own names for songs because again shazam was like no no why do you want um, these? no these aren't are, are you singing into your phone is that what you're doing right now? Um, so yeah, so it was really hard to find that one. But like, so the the actual opening song, and they continue to play it anytime they parade or dance through town, is Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Self-explanatory, obviously. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, knockoff of a Zap and Roger song, quite frankly. If you know Zap yeah. and Roger, if you hear Talk Box, it's a knockoff of a Zap and Roger song. Um. So there's that one. Then there's the Believe in the Beat, and I can't remember when it's the first time you hear it. But it is. I think it is played pretty early in the in the movie. I think it it's is when the they first get to notes. miracles. I think when yes. when they first they when they when they finish dancing through L.A. for forty five minutes and they finally make it to their destination. I think it's yes. playing when they walk inside miracles. Yeah, and the first parade through town is definitely Electric Boogaloo, where it just so happens. And in this one intersection, there's linoleum everywhere. So mm-hmm. let's <gasps> let's spin. Let's yeah. break. Let's obviously. That was, that was the most the breaking cool- me got, I think. Mm-hmm. It is. And everybody joins in. The traffic cop, the mail person, the people in selling phone lines. Uh, the um, old ladies. You, yeah, the old ladies, <laughs> the old ladies who are suffragettes or Jehovah's <laughs> the Charlestons. I'll never know. I think um, I'm pretty sure a mail care broke his hip from like doing like a pirouette. Like, what? It was a lot. What's going on? Dancing in the streets? It was a lot. It was a huge crowd. Just, yeah. We're like, oh, we mm-hmm. got an electric boogaloo. Was very a lot of, a lot of locking Everyone's from just like, Yeah, who's this kid? <laughs> Lip syncing. Yeah. All right. That's it was great. a lot. Yeah. It goes on for There's a long a time. That. Just so, okay. So that's the first song. Then we get, I believe in the beat. You're right. When we get to miracles for the first time. I believe in the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Then there's a scene where they need money, and you'll never believe the title of the song. Gotta have the money. Of mm-hmm. course. When they need to raise funds. So that happens. It's like, it's like the Shane McMahon entrance music. Who wants the Here money? Here comes the money. Here yeah. comes. Here comes the money. Here comes. Who? Here comes. Uh, it's not worth getting into. Yeah. Wrestling. 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 Um, he tried to die over and over again. Yeah. Oh yikes! Um, then mm-hmm. we go to the club Radiotron, and the song is Radiotron. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is a song where they have a dance battle under an underpass, and it's called was it something combat? Yeah, it's. I think it's called Pure Combat. It's an Ice T song. Combat. I can Pure I can explain combat. what's happening in that scene if you guys want me to. <laughs> like I can break down what was going on well, there. Okay, so before we talk, so okay. and just to your listeners, if you haven't figured that out, 
the movie has no plots. I didn't write any notes. Actually, no, I did, but they are. <laughs> you have great. a couple notes. I have a couple mm. notes. Again, my allergies have been killing me today, and I'm recovering from a very intense week at work last week. It was good to see people, you know, settle their differences with dance. Well, Let's okay, yeah. So it's it's a rival. I appreciated game? that. Yeah, that was that's a crew. It was yeah, it was. Um, they were from uh, the uh, first the, movie. There was yeah, there was a thing from the first movie yeah. with them. the oh. electro rockers from the first movie. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Yeah. So they're a rival dance crew who the leader doesn't actually seem like he can dance or act. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Well, he. I think Nothing. he. I don't. I don't know because he's got a breakdancing name. But Nitro. Uh, no, Nitro? Sugarfoot is his. His real name is Sugarfoot. Um, so like sure. he's got he's got a b-boy name i i don't know did you see it in the film did you see it, that no, in, in, the, in the opening credits i i did not see him dance that well okay so they what leads you is it like someone throws like a paint can through the window of miracles from yeah they, they show up okay yeah they and then they're like yeah fuck you they don't say fuck you like yeah sucker and then they run off and then they chase them through the streets <laughs> and that's basically what happens and, there. so, the, and so then they're they, the bad kids they're the bad dance crew the on the other I ones guess. Are the good boys i mean I they're guess. wearing yeah. black and red so probably but then uh, yeah, our yeah. our main characters were black and red later so it was very confusing. they do do that later mm. on yeah before they change into pastel neon pastels <laughs> the neon um, pastels so it's a great name, Neon Neon Pesto. It's a great uh-huh. name. Um, so they chase them under the overpass, and you literally think, Oh, is this going to be a fight? And then you're like, Oh, they're just gonna battle. And you honestly think it's gonna be like a um what's the one with Omarion and his cousin? What what's what's that? Oh, you movie got served. You got served. So you think it might be a you got served style dance battle. No, 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 no. This is a awkwardly and poorly choreographed dance fight it's It's like i'm watching beat it but not as good yes so okay okay um so the floor is yours gentlemen yeah well the so the way that the way that you know b-boy battles work this is kind of how they start they don't go like this though so like i mean back in the day it was different because like now there's like organized battles where it's at a time and a place you sign up ahead of time. There's DJs that are there. There's prize money. Like it's a whole organized thing now. Back They're so the called day, battles. They're not like beefs. Uh, yeah, it's it's a battle beefs. or you, well, it's it's a battle or you call it a jam usually. Yo, mama. Um, usually I'm call it a jam. Break dance. Yeah, I'm not sure what your hands are doing. <laughs> yeah, but it was but no, it was very yeah. weird like that. I'm I'm get real close to you. And we're gonna. Hand, mostly hand, do hand stuff to each other. I mean, it was, I mean, get it was like confusing. Hand, some hand, hand stuff. A lot of hand weird. stuff. That's so what basically, I you go to a you go to a battle now, or go to a jam now, and it's it's not like this. I've been to um, barbecues and weddings where a battle breaks out like this, um, oh. where there's not a judge, it's not sanctioned. It's just like I have a, an issue with you, and we're gonna settle it by dancing against each other. The 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 problem with this one, number one, they're outside on like dusty ground where there's probably like loose rocks and glass and shit. So they don't really break at all in this battle. Uh-huh. The second part is some of these motherfuckers pull out nunchucks. I'm not sure what that was about. That then was <laughs> wild. Well, then wild. then the miracle dancers grab trash can lids as shields. And I'm like, well, this would this is confusing as hell. Mm-hmm. Then 
there was a part that I wish they would have done more of. So there's a part where they do uprock. Uprock is where um you and another person simulate a fight and then on the on the same beat you like squat down and pop back up. It's kind of hard to explain visually, but it's like there's a is a count. It's one, two, bap, bap, bap is how you do it. So you throw punches and kicks and then you bop down and go back up. That is like the essence of what b-boy battles are supposed to be like if you go to a jam and up rocking breaks out it's the coolest thing ever because everyone is doing it and we're all on the exact same beat and it's very exciting they did How it do for you like not two kick seconds each other because you both be kicking at this gotta be careful gotta oh, be careful okay um it's like it's like capoeira like we're gonna we're gonna fight oh. and not hit each other but it's that's that's what makes it fun and different what's, <laughs> what's the capoeira ponytail ponytail is it only the strong only the strong Oh, oh boy! I hope yeah. there's a team. So in the we gotta watch that one. We oh, we should do that one. But yeah, yeah, like they if if that's what this whole scene was, it would have been a lot cooler than getting nunchucks for no reason and then putting them in a trash can. It they it threw felt, the nunchucks away. Yeah, when the nunchucks like came out in the trash, I was like, oh, this to me felt like um drumline where they're gonna drum on the other uh, teams. They like and then they pull out extra sticks. But that was so like no. that was well choreographed. This just seemed like a. It was chaotic. Guys, what do we? Uh, what do we do? Here? Okay, we should definitely like not hit each other, but like and dance. Well, but, it like, also hurts that Kelly ooh. can't break. So like, yeah. she the other girl that was in that crew could break. Kelly can't break, so it's just like uh, this how, is she doesn't belong here. How dare you? She learned. She hangs with street people. Yeah, she, she can. She. She can do things. She can so, barely pop. Is the first one like save the last dance? Like, um, kind yeah. The first one she okay. is she's a dancer who like wants to expand her dance repertoire and like stumbles upon these street kids dancing in the street and like wants to be down with them, and okay. so they like take her in under their wing and teach her how to break, and then at the end of it, she and Ozone like fall in love or whatever, um. <clears throat> Did she incorporate the street dancing into her classically trained whatever the fuck she does? She gives up her classically trained dancing in the first one and just tries to break. Um, um if if anything, she incorporates like some high kicks into breaking. Uh, she's not she good can, at it though. She can kick with the best of them. Okay, so I thought it was like a, a single fan last kicks. dance style, but okay, it's yeah. similar. But there's not a, there's not a she does she gives up on her dream of being a regular dancer and just wants to be a street dancer interesting okay we yeah. can maybe come back to that all right anything mm -hmm. else we want to say about the underpass battle thing uh sure combat that's about all i got okay yeah <laughs> it was so then the next song that i wrote down is don't let my love come down which <laughs> turbo dances to whilst dancing around the room it's very mm -hmm. fred astaire it's very cool like when you think of it, because it's I don't know how they shot it. I should have looked it up. Um, it's a rotating room. It yeah, is a uh, yes. Billy Eilish does that. They they borrowed it from some horror movie that that did it. Freddy Krueger. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah. They they, yeah, the, they the borrowed the room because another eighty four film. They're like, can we like make this? Y'all done with that? Dance on the ceiling, like, please. And dance on the ceiling. It's a what cool a feeling? visual. Um, it's but again, yeah. he his strength is not popping because at the no one's strength was really popping at the time because it's too um 
it's too percussive. There's not enough like muscle isolation, which is what it kind of turns into later on, which is why the mime is so good at it. But like when you're when you're doing that, it just doesn't look very cool um, from a distance. And we yeah. can't be close to him because we have to be backed the fuck up so the camera isn't also rotating with the room. And mm -hmm. a lot of I'm like, this is going on for a very long time of him mostly just like jiggling around. I thought it was a lot, of, a lot of, of jiggling. Fun. It was, it was kind of fun, fun to watch. It was kind of it was it was neat, but okay. hey, Jamira uh, did it better. Well, that the room didn't <laughs> spin; it just shit kept I throwing, know. getting thrown at him. Yeah, um, I know. I remember. I feel like we did a, we did another movie recently where it was like, oh, this set was leftovers. So they just like borrowed it. Or, we um, definitely did. And I can't think of what it was. I can't remember now either. Yeah, we do a lot of these. Um, it's okay. So that was. Don't let my love come down. Not a, that's not a come down from where? What are we talking about here? We should have been dancing on the ceiling with Lionel Richie, but should have. Right? Yeah. Oh, but... what a feeling! Wait, well, did, did the do... "Don't Let Your Love Come Down" sound like dancing on a ceiling? No, not. A I don't think so. Not a, not I, 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 I wish it sounded more it. like "Baby, You Let My Love Come Down." That's a fucking oh. jam. Ooh, you let, let my, my love, love come, come down. down. Yeah, it should have been that. <laughs> that would fit perfectly. Oh, but, that is a good one. Might not have been out but again, there, they know. didn't get any real songs besides no, Din Dada. Couldn't afford them. Because I checked the two soundtracks. A lot of the stuff is recorded and sung by the same two guys on both things. And it's <laughs> Ollie, Ollie E. Brown and Jerry Knight. They write okay. everything and sometimes they perform it. But that is literally Ollie and Jerry sing or and or write. Holly and Jerry. Thirty five percent of the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, definitely no. in two. They were also doing it in one, so it's not as good. Um, the mm -hmm. other song I thought was called "Emergency," but when I looked at the soundtrack, it was called "When I I See You," like the <sighs> being an intensive care unit. Because two by half. I don't Turbo like puns. This one's stupid. Trips. <laughs> And falls down. He's so we haven't really talked about it all that much. But the developer wants to pave miracles and put up a shopping mall. Um, mm -hmm. So pave miracles, um, put up a shopping mall. Yeah, put up a shopping mall. Pave miracles and you put up a parking lot. Hey man, that's, uh, no, it's a shopping mall. It's a shopping mall. Um, it's true. So they basically this this center the community center which we can talk about a little bit later um they're gonna pave it and, and put up a shopping mall so they, they're constantly having to survey it and like this guy's looking through that little thing in the distance <laughs> i don't know what that fucking thing does i see it on the side that of the road all the time yeah. yeah so there's equipment with that and at one point the kids are just like really annoyed and upset that they're gonna their place is getting paved over so turbo steals some sort of toolbox chest he steals it on lunch he said I, I think, think that, that was, was his joke, lunch, but yeah, yeah, because the dialogue is not good or no, delivered no. well. So, no. um, so he runs away. He's getting chased by these guys. I don't think I would care if I were them, but whatever. Unless they're gonna get docked. He runs. Oh, if you lose... he runs so fast for so long. I'm like, they made this man run a half mile at a dead sprint. Yeah, carrying this case, and yeah. then at some point he falls down a flight of stairs. Because I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, I vaguely remember. A hospital scene and then i forgot boom, about this he, i forgot about it entirely falls the stairs. it really like stuck with me as a kid i'm not entirely sure why 
I think it was this and like outsiders really, really oh, stuck God. with me. Um, so he's in the hospital and everybody has to rush to see him. Ozone goes and gets Kelly, who is supposed to be leaving to go to Paris. We haven't really talked about that either. She wants to go to Paris, but she's gotta go see Turbo in the hospital. But as Bill noted while we were watching it, she has to rush over so quickly that she changed her outfit. Mm-hmm. She changed yeah. on her way to the hospital. Nice script her supervisor, talking- script supervisor, you're fucking fired. How dare you? <laughs> Continuity? Talking to ever heard of it? What she says to her manager is nuts in this moment because the manager's like, you can't go to the hospital. You have a flight to make today. They're going to give the job to somebody else. And she's like, well, let them give it to somebody else. Or I don't know. Find me another flight. And I'm like... like- they Which one? Another Which flight one? later on today to Paris, right. LA. They have multiple LAX going to, to Paris. Paris? LAX right? to Paris? I, I think could, so. But I There's mean, gotta be a red eye. You leave late at night and get there. I don't fucking know. Just wildly be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> another flight. But also book me another flight. Um, yeah, her. Yeah, it was always like the yeah. the really worst thing first, and then something more reasonable second, like over <laughs> and over again. Give somebody else the job or find me another flight. Find me the- I don't want it anymore. But wait, no, just give me. It's like everybody take a yeah. beat. Um, so they yeah. rush to the hospital because Turbo is in a coma. I don't fucking know. He's like got a leg in a like his leg head. in a cast and a sling. <laughs> his arms in a sling. But everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Um, they think he's dead or something. And then he was bleeding out of his head at the, when he fell on the stairs. He was, in, he was in full traction. Full <laughs> traction. Full traction. He was in traction. He was legs <laughs> up, like way like above his head, and his arms were like. Try to him straight. Full traction. It was it was one leg and one arm, but he like everybody's treating him like he's in a coma, but he's not like hooked up to shit. And his weird little no. girlfriend like pops out of a closet. Mm. Said, Why was she in the closet? <laughs> She was in a cabinet. <laughs> Gives him a kiss and they're like, oh my God, he's awake and he's talking. I was like, was he dead? Like, yeah. I needed. Oh, and God, so what then... he said when he first woke up, I am hungry. I'm like, what are we doing? Give me some food. What, that's what you wrote. <laughs> Give us food. I don't think they wrote God. that. I think there are some things that Turbo <laughs> says. That I just bit. think they were like, they gave him a script and he was like, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not reading this shit. I'm just going to fucking make some shit up. So he goes, I'm hungry. Give me some food. They proceed to have a full on dance number in the hospital where we've got sexy nurses dancing Mm -hmm. and kicking and pushing people. We got people coming out of their rooms like, oh, my God, I could walk. I've been saved by the dance music. That's right. We have people in an OR operating. This is wild. Not the OR. Not the OR. Motherfucker flat lines. (laughs) And then the dancing nurses come in the observatory and the doctor's like, oh, we start popping. Like, oh, the music is getting to me. Fucking they leave this man, the doctor, the anesthesiologist, whoever else was working on him, what they're doing to him, unclear. I don't know if his heart's open, his skull. I don't know. Well, because when they're talking about it, they're like, oh, he's he's gone. We can't save him. It's over. Like, it's doctors having to give up. Oh, what, sexy nurses? Let's just leave him Ooh. here, I guess. He's laying motionless with a flat yeah. line on the, he's he's coded on the cart, and they're just like, Yeah, but that oh. that nurse is in a miniskirt, so I'm out of here. I gotta dance. I gotta dance. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm like, you stupid, <laughs> dumb. Give me some food. Um, oh, so they're dancing God. around the hospital. We have pregnant women dancing. The dead guy on the in the operating room comes back to life. And he yeah. starts dancing. He's dancing now. Yeah. 
They, they got, well, the, the funniest part for me was they have obviously like real dancers in the scene and then just like regular extras also bopping along. And I'm like, yes. either everyone in the scene needs to be a real dancer or none of them can be. You can't have real dancers and then also just like random people trying to find the beat in the background. That happens a lot. There's a lot of like, everybody clap to the beat. And then mm -hmm. it's like. Can't find the beat. What What is the beat? I was like, it's all over the place. Make it stop. Make it stop. Okay, so I'm trying to remember some of the other songs. Um, just to see if they like I looked at this a couple times, but like nothing else is like jarring my memory. Something's called Set It Out, Styling, Spice, Reckless Rivalry. Is that what it was? Not combat, reckless rivalry. Maybe. I would I would assume Spice is the one that they play when they just like run up on a random Afro-Cuban drum and dance performance in the park yes there's a lot of that there's in the go amphitheater. off which is also performed by ice team we got jamming in manhattan action um, physical clash and high tension or something i think other. i think go off is the one that they do where he just destroys a record on stage for no reason oh um, yes that one's very <laughs> rock they do it at radio yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a it's a dj and then all of a sudden ice T just gets like a hammer it's just banging the fuck out of vinyl on stage and like, you're gonna cut somebody with that shit yeah so there so those are some of the delightful songs that are in this film that are either mm -hmm. describing the scene or sound like something else so mm -hmm. enjoy don't ever listen to the soundtrack because don't terrible. do it don't try to break um, dance to it yeah it's not gonna work um Okay, so now we should start talking about our main characters. We have been discussing them as we go. So Kelly is the privileged dancer who's going to give up on her dream because she's a bit part person, but also, like, how old is she? Like, has she been going for that long? Has she ever seen mm -hmm. the movie Staying Alive? Not everybody's mm -hmm. John fucking Travolta well, getting in his and first frankly, show. This can't be more than, like, three months after the first movie ended. So, like... You. This is well, your first literally. professional gig. This is your right. This is your first professional working gig. Like you're not gonna be, you know, Josephine Baker on your first day. Like it's gonna take some I time. Can't be in the course Josephine anymore. Baker, man. Well, this, Josephine Baker. <laughs> I know, but that's <laughs> come on. That's a, hell of a dancer. I hell know, of a star. That's, a, that's an old, uh, old reference. That's old that's reference. Good. Well, um, I don't feel bad about it. But yeah, so Kelly is like sings like Al Jolson. Al Jolson. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> going going, going to Paris, going to Paris to be the next Josephine Baker. What are we doing? Oh, I prefer Al Jarreau, frankly. Oh, okay. Al <laughs> Jolson. Did anybody? Did y'all watch the We Are the World documentary? Of course, I did. He oh, was so good. Wasted. University of Iowa alum Al Jarreau. Just. Drinking that wine. Some people decided bottle to party after before bottle. the song was complete, I think is what Lionel Richie said. Yeah, he wanted to celebrate the end of the song before it was done. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, so Kelly is a privileged dancer, but like she comes from money. She literally, her parents own like a compound, an estate. Um, mm. I'm assuming she lives somewhere on the grounds. I don't think she necessarily lives with them, but somewhere on the property. I, it's a, I don't it's know. An, it's an OJ Cato Kalen situation. He, there's you there's a so? house in the back. There, the there's guest a house, house in the back. Yeah, it's detached far enough. She can have her own life. Yeah. Well, there's that part where the dad is mad and tells the mom, like, call Kelly on the phone. Tell her she has to be here for dinner tonight. So I'm like, so she don't live with y'all? She lives somewhere else to call her to let her know? 
But they we'll also see. just like walk over a lot. So it's it's they do yeah. walk I was, over. I, I was waiting I was waiting a moment to see like for a moment to see the starving artist apartment that she has, but no. No, it's no, a nice so, house. So, it's so, nice so, house. So, so I'm thinking it's so it's somewhere on the grounds, but she goes and does whatever the fuck she wants so she doesn't see him all the time. She has her own life. Yeah. Could be. I would agree with that. Her dad wants her to not go to Paris, as the synopsis said. He keeps bribing her with Princeton, which like I don't know. I'd go. Fuck. I don't know. It's wild to me. The assumption is you can just decide to go to Princeton. <laughs> We're just like, come on, just go to Princeton. It's like, I you apply this time to get in. If you're rich, money, if you're you rich, can probably sure. buy an airport for Princeton and get her in. I guess probably three or four generations of uh, you know, a couple, yeah, hundred thousand Benjamin Franklins can get anyone mm-hmm. anywhere if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, we all know how Jared Kushner no. got to Harvard, right? Well, that's that's his wasn't his grades. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, there's. Uh, I don't uh, know if this. The, I don't know if it's named after him, but you know, there's you know a couple mil of Kushner money, who yeah. they really have destroyed the Jersey Shore. They bought all these like shitty apartments, like fifteen mm. miles from my parents' house where I grew up. Garbage. Um. So she uh, lives somewhere, I'm assuming, in the hills. I also, when I watched this movie, was just like, wait, this takes place in L.A.? I felt betrayed for some reason. It, it, you, you should. It's weird. It's weird. Right? It's weird in 84 to be setting any hip-hop movie in L.A. Um, at the time, L.A. hip-hop wasn't really a thing yet. <laughs> so, right? like... Break in specifically is a very New York thing still in 84. It's weird to have it in LA. No, I feel like I read something where like um Shabadoo is from LA though. Is that well right uh probably Bay Area because like locking is a is an Oakland original thing. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, locking locking is a California thing, breaking is a New York thing, but like locking is very much um, there was a dance called Fillmore first, which is a, it's it's not unlike voguing. It's a lot of like arm stuff and like a lot of 45 degree angles with your arms. And that became locking. And that was all that was very Bay Area stuff. Um, so that made sense to me. But like they should not have set the first break in movie in L.A. That doesn't make any sense. OK, yeah, I was like, what's going on? So she lives in Hollywood um not Hollywood. I don't know, Hills or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, decided hey, Brentwood? Brentwood's a nice area. Oh, it is. Oh, oh, oh no! Except for that thing that happened. Bel Air, Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so she lives in a very nice part of town. I believe. Um, did Turbo also live in that shack that Turbo was dancing around? What's going on I, in that shack? I, I, in my mind, that shack is part of miracles. <laughs> Like, but it's not. They had to dance all the way across town. Oh from, god, they did from the shack <laughs> to a, get to miracles. Point. In my mind, I'm like, well, miracles has a boxing gym. It's got a full theater in it. It's got a couple dance studios. I'm sure they have like a little place you can live. No, that's true. It's not there. I don't know. Yeah, that is a shack. <laughs> it's a shanty. That's a shanty. It's, 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 a, it's a three million dollar shanty now. I'm sure, I, but I don't see any utilities being involved there. I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah. A, I sleep here, but to take a shit and. Make some food. I gotta go to the. I have to go to the front house. I didn't see any lights in that room. It was all just natural lighting from the site. I just. I I remember the Murphy bed that uh, was. Was it like? It was shaped like something. It was like a skull or a or a bear. 
I think it was a face. It was a face. It might have been a face. I was like, this is interesting. He's like, I'm going to just fold up my bed while I talk to you about women really quick here, Turbo. Uh, that scene was unnecessary. <laughs> the less said about that one, the better. Maybe we'll yeah, get to it. Was, it. Love it, it for yeah. sight or love it for semester, but let's not talk about that. Now. Wild, <laughs> wild. Yeah, so it wasn't great. Um, but okay, so there's another. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that later. So I'm trying to think of what to bring up before we get to love. Oh, um, yeah, the movie. So is this movie just like <laughs> we're just meant to live in a world where people just play music and dance across town and everybody joins them. Like, is that just the type of world we live in here? Or is it, yes. are they imagining yes. these dance? Like, what is, what is, what is the no, universe they live in? I, I don't, I don't think it's magical realism. I think we're supposed to really believe that this is what it's like. Um, I don't know why we're supposed to believe that, but it doesn't seem like they're playing with things here. It just feels like, Hey, these guys are such compelling dancers. If you see them dancing, you got to mm. dance too. Um, I, it remind, there, well, I mentioned Zap and Roger earlier. There's a, I think it's just a Zap song um, called I Can Make You Dance. That's how this felt to me. The whole chorus that song is I can make you dance if you want me to. <laughs> and it's just basically like, if these guys start dancing, you are powerless. It is the dancing plague. You must dance with them. It's a weird world okay. they set up. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with the fever dream thought. I'm like, I'm pretty sure dancing and, and the kind of joy that you see in the streets replaces the realities of what's probably going on in these <laughs> The harshness of areas. the crack-ravaged mid-80s LA. Yeah. Hey, man, right. this was a time when this was a terrible, terrible place and a lot of yeah. bad yeah. things were happening. You the see batter round was that. a thing at this in, time, yeah. Instead, it's dancing. A community comes together to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in a very short period of time the to save a community center. The news is on board. The local yes. news is like, give these people money. So I'm thinking this is like, this is Turbo's fever dream while he's in his coma. He's like, wow, this is great. And then he wakes Make up. A better and, scenario. and it's back to people, <laughs> drugs being sold in the corner, people being shot yeah. and all that stuff like that. But that's that doesn't exist in this world. So that's it. It almost feels like her dad is the only one who's like, no, like this is a bad place to live. <laughs> like mm. this, this, things are bad here. Her dad is well, obviously like, racist, but like he's like, no, yeah. this is this is bad. He well, doesn't say like, it. He's like, look, look, he look did, at how they dress. He, he did drop a you people. Yeah, he did drop a you people. I know what you people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I will say, like, there are moments where, like, the dancing can be explained. But then, there, yes, there are other moments where it's just, like, yeah, someone has to be imagining this. Because it just doesn't, like, that that fight under the underpass. I was like, oh, this is a, a nice way of showing. It's like, when, like, I don't know if you watched, um, uh, like, God You, the, the boy spinoff. No. There's like a moment where the characters like everything becomes puppets. And you're like, oh, this is just a nice way of showing people get murdered. Uh, book smart when they like, do drugs. And like, the, the, the book smart drug scene. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, instead of people fighting, they dance. Because um, realistically, there would be a lot of unhoused people on the overpass. There would be an open air drug market under there, you're right. Yes, it was a very clean. It was a clean um, overpass. It was very clean. Yeah. yeah, and like the shit in the, you know, like in the ICU. That's probably him just up on them. 
they're probably pumping like Demerol and morphine, you know, giving them that good shit up <laughs> in here. Good drugs. <laughs> um, and then like the dancing on the ceiling thing that didn't really fucking happen, you know. So it's that just couldn't like, have happened. That's true. Mm. That was just him I'm being thinking, in love. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So I just think I think that's what might be going on. Um, okay. Since you mentioned it, yes, there's a lot of you people. These people, Uh street people, he's on drugs and cars. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, what do what do rich people spend their money on? Drugs and cars. Like it's the same same shit you got. So Mm -hmm. at one point they like realize. So in order to so okay they have this building miracles that is going to get become a shopping center because it's technically owned by the city but it's leased back to or rented out to the miracles folk. How it's also miracles... condemned. Yeah, so we find that out as well. Like, it's condemned, yeah. and no one should be in it. It's not structurally sound. No. Um. So my qu- first question around this is, and then we'll pivot to like the the you people, these people think. How do the folks at Miracles make money? Are the kids paying to be there? Is it grants? How how are they paying to rent this place from the city that is structurally unsound? Great I mean, question. we just said it, man. Drugs. I think no. they're selling drugs out of miracles. I think I someone is selling drugs. I'm guessing the city, it's probably the lease is probably a dollar a year or something like that. They're like, this building would be destroyed and decrepit if it wasn't for That's all true. these folks coming together and keeping it up and using it for something and not letting it fall into disrepair. It's probably mm-hmm. a cheap lease. And okay. otherwise, as, it'd be blight. You're right. And I'm sure that this real estate guy has people on his. Payroll is like, check all these different, check the registries for all these buildings, see which ones are cheap leases and are like in danger yeah. of like getting condemned if we pay the right guy to do so that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. okay. That's it makes sense. So there's a follow up question to that one mm-hmm. that if the lease is so cheap, oh, balloons, oh God, balloons. disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? You didn't even do anything with your hands. <laughs> it's this. It's this motion. Oh, you did it. Yeah, there we go. If I, if I, if I, if I do that, do I? I don't. Only for you. Nah. All right. I think you're. Just, you have to be on like a fancy corporate Zoom or something, which is so distracting <laughs> if you're in a fucking it's, meeting. They got balloons so going weird. Anywho, okay. So question number two: Do Charbon Ozone make money working there? How do they no. make money? Where do they make money? Is that where they live in like um, a fucking utilityless shack? In a, in a hovel. I mean, they 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 probably make their money busking, right? I mm-hmm. can see them like go and put a hat out and dance on the street for money. That, that seems like they're you know they're steez. If that is the case, there are some there are some moments where I was like, Kelly's dad has a point. Kelly's dad mm. has some. Point. I mean, they they obviously find their clothes in the garbage, so they don't like spend money on clothes. They probably, yeah, they probably live very cheaply in, they're probably squatting in that, in that place. Um, I bet they make a little bit of money dancing on the street from time to time. Like that video for, uh, oh, what was that? Days Go By, that Fat Boy Slim video, that old man is pop-locking on the street. <laughs> okay. See how big is that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, her, so, basically, why there's a lot of these people and these people Use people, <laughs> you people, use people, use people, these, those, them, use, use guys, hey, use guys, hey, those guys, in why use, boy, oh boy, you, you, utes, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a classic, 
at that movie is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. Um, because they realize that like they need this money, two hundred thousand dollars, which when we were watching it, Bill was like, that's not that much money. But if you do it to like current dollars, it's anywhere from half a mil to three quarters of a million dollars. That's a yeah. lot of fucking money. Even, even right now, 200 grand is a lot of money. Structure yeah. repair. Like, like, I don't have $200,000 lying around. They're based on that yeah. amount of money with them walking around inside there. I'm waiting for them to like walk into one part and have the entire building start to slip the way or there. She's like stuff starting to fall from the rafters and stuff. <laughs> it looks. Exposed, it looks, it looks just yeah. fine. Not, I don't see anything like, like like that, but you know, also no exposed wires or anything. I think that I think the guy at the planning commission was being paid, so maybe it doesn't yeah. require as much. That's true. He's on, on the take because they think it does. So well, I don't know. Um, but they realize they need money. Who has money? Kelly's dad, and she's like, she offers herself up, and Ozone's like. I don't want to use you. And she literally is like, I don't want to use you. And Lucinda, baby girl, great dancer, yeah. line reading. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, <laughs> that, really? That's, that's her answer. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> she became Bill Withers all of a sudden. Just use me. It's fine. To use me up. So they go to dinner with Kelly, it's Kelly, Ozone, and Turbo go to dinner with her parents. Kelly's fiance shows up and nobody reacts to it, but then Ozo gets mad about it later. You well, didn't I react her... in the moment. Those two are acting like fucking buffoons, yeah. Turbo and Ozo. They are. They get there. Yeah. Like, the are they time. Charlie Chaplin? Are they fucking uh, the Three Stooges? Just like complete fucking idiots. So, yeah. so this is part of a uh, break in that thankfully did not last. Um, it, you at the time being deliberately silly at all times is how you're supposed to be. There's an episode of um Cosby Show where Denise's friends come over to the house and she's got like three or four of her friends are also breakers, probably around this exact same time. Oh. And the way that they behave, I'm like, can you be serious for one second, please? Can you just sit the fuck down and calm down? It is they're constantly like mugging at the camera, making faces. And there's a part where, you know, the canceled Bill Cosby also does it with them. And it's like, look how dumb you look. He's doing all the shit. Yes. <laughs> He's doing all the shit. Come on, come on. You, you look absurd. So, like, yeah, at the time. Buffoonery. Yes, buffoonery was their stock in trade. When they meet the maid, all of a sudden they're all in her face doing shit. I'm like, Will you fucking stop? Nah, it's I, just I, doubt that they know how to act in front of a, in, in a place that has a maid or in a place oh, like a walk just down. walk under, just sit down under they don't uh, they don't know how to do that and then, like, <laughs> rule one don't wear your cut off leathers to a oh, us like to a, a not they kind of know it was like a formal dinner but with people that you know are fancy people maybe or not know from a quarter mile away. I mean, you know, I mean, the, that's true. You, you can't find like a clothes out of the trash. <laughs> on a you non the shirt the and like and the cleanest pair of jeans that, that, that you have, and then some sneakers, but and somehow not with, not with the studs and the belts all over the place and all that. I'm like, okay. 
I mean, somehow they wind up with plenty of money for multiple costume changes during their big dance number at the end. So yes, yes. I have a question. Okay, so we gotta. I just realized we gotta start pumping through because I got a lot. But because I do want to talk about that at the end. So yeah. they go to this dinner, and this is where they come. The dad comes to realize oh, you're here for money. Mm -hmm. I know what you people do with money. Mm -hmm. You mismanage mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Spend it on drugs and fancy clothes and cars. I don't see any point in throwing good money after bad. And then, so they storm out because they get mad. Stupid Derek is like arrogant, riffraff, whatever. He's he's Tucker Carlson. He's got a fucking bow tie. What, what was his yeah. accent? He had an accent. Was it was he, like it was East it was Coast, like Mid Atlantic? Like, yeah, Mid Atlantic. It was, Mid -Atlantic. It was very yeah. mm, no. It was, I'm, I'm it was like bordering on bordering like British almost. It was very weird. Yeah, it was. Very it was. A, it was a. What Lord Bottom Tooth accent is what he has. Yeah. There's like also a thing later where like the guy who runs miracles basically is like miracles keeps kids out of gangs and off of drugs. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then someone says something about beyond these people, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's it's like it's beyond these people to help themselves or whatever. It's like yeah, it's, yeah. It was it was very paternalistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not great. And then at one point, um, oh, it's this weird smash cut after emergency and the whole dancing in the hospital. Um, like literally, I'm like, everybody's dancing around. This movie's wild. Trouble didn't get any food. He just got to dance. Like he, he all he said was like, "I'm hungry. I don't give him any food." And then it's like the most neck breaking, jarring cut to Kelly and Ozone eating pizza. Ozone has his shirt off. Shirt off. And they're looking at each other like, uh huh. Like, what? Yeah. Very bizarre. I'm pretty sure they just fucked, but they fucked know, for it's, sure. It's, it's G. So this no, man no, always he... has on 90 layers and all of a sudden he has no shirt on. They fucked. He's eating greasy food. He didn't want to grease up his shirt. He needed to take off his shirt. He Duh. got it from a trash can. He don't doesn't care if grease lands on it. You shouldn't be don't so you, mean about that. You eat greasy food. Do you true. wear a shirt? <laughs> Duh. Take off my shirt and have this hero real quick. Yeah. Every time I'm eating Obviously. a soup, I have to slurp. Every time I go to a ramen place, popping my shirt off because I don't want cross splash. Yeah. I got some tzatziki on my nipple over here. Oh my god! No way. Um, hazard. It's a hazard. Um, it's it's a euro hazard. So at that point, um, I think Kelly's dad comes like barging in and he's pissed that she's still like there. And he's like, how about this proposition for you? What if good I deal. pay to save miracles? It's a good but, deal. <laughs> but Kelly has to stay out of that neighborhood and go to Princeton. And Ozo won't let her do it. I'm just like, motherfucker, take the 20. Who? It, it's like the... It's like the Marvel's Endgame thing, where if they could have just let fucking Gamora die, we people don't get snapped. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. Spoiler alert, right. everybody. You know what? Just lie to him. You see, he can't take the money back once he gives it to Miracles. Say, yeah, Dad, I'll go to Princeton. Yeah. I'll stay out of the neighborhood. What the check cleared? Never fucking mind. I live here now. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. what? You, you know, he can't. There's no like incentive to follow through. Just lie to him. Right? Lie There's like him. a lot of different options. And he's like, 
Um, he tries to turn it down, and Kelly says, like, your pride can't afford to turn down an offer like this. Hmm. And you're like, ooh, it's is that wrong? Um, but then there's like a moment also. Oh, I think it's when Paris, like Kelly gets that job and is gonna go to Paris. And like it's right after the fight at dinner, and Ozone is like I think it's supposed to be like a shitty response, but she's like wants him to tell her what to do if she should take the job in Paris or not. And he's like, I can't make that decision for you. I can't tell you what to do. That's a fair response, but I guess the that way is. he was saying it was because he was moping. It was a weird back. It was a weird back and forth. It it, it starts like, hey, Ozone, I got the job in Paris. Well, go then. <laughs> oh yeah, the fuck but, out but of it here. Was, but it was voiceover and sounded. Com- didn't fit oh. at but then all. it went back to like yeah you should just go well I, just I can't tell you what to do i can't so right. it's always like over the top dial it back he, <laughs> he's he looks like he's almost 30 and he behaves like a 15 year old like mm. it's not well written it's not well no. acted no um so yeah so this is the love it for semester part where i guess i guess after the first one they fell in love but at the start of this movie we're supposed to believe they haven't talked since uh, this was so confusing. Chorus girl, I didn't. This is so I didn't confusing. Really get it. So well, they greet they they greet each other with a the very yes. beginning. I'm like, can't can't yes. been that long. Can't be that right? long. So yeah, they, they they kiss right when she shows up. But like, on the other hand, it it's if she I, it seems like she's not been in town for some number of months. If she's like gotten a job and is on a chorus line, to the point that she's like burnt out from doing this job. And yes. it's not like a oh my god, I've been missing you so long. Say like, hey, Kelly's here. It's almost like she pops in from time to time. Anyway, I was like, I'm very yes. confused by this. It was yeah. So that part was like very bizarre. Yeah, unclear. They but then there's also like Rhonda, who I was calling art teacher, but Rhonda is ready to like fucking shake a bitch over ozone, and she's like, Rhonda Kelly, is dangerous. You don't belong in this dangerous. Neighborhood. I don't want to see you around. Terrible yeah. acting, but I understood <laughs> what she meant because it was very literal, but very bad acting. It's... Well, you know what? They needed to have a scene after Kelly is like, I might go to Paris or whatever. They need to have a scene where Ozone is mad at her and we see Ozone and Rhonda have like a sexy dance scene together. That's the thing. I was, it's, it I was like, what's what's Rhonda going to say? I was, I was like, Rhonda's going to be like, okay, Ozone. I wasn't going to tell you. I'm going to have your baby. Or something like that. Well, she I does say be... she loves him. And I was like, That's yes, what I, was gonna, I thought it was going to be something like that. It's like, well, why are you paying attention to her and not me? I'm like, oh, there's, there's going to be a big reveal here. Yeah, Nothing. Get no reciprocation like, well, you should care about me, it. not him. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't show her being this obsessed with him and him giving her nothing back. <laughs> like, she's right. like, there's no reason you like me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. So that's the other relationship. And that she's ready to, like... Bite a bit. She knocks over a bunch of pizzas that Kelly brought. I was like, "Hey, man, don't fuck with free food. Don't fuck with free food." She's she's a mess. She's on tilt entirely. And then the other relationship, and then we'll talk about the performance and all the whatever else you want to get into about it. Um, Turbo and Stage Girl, who I guess her Mm -hmm. name was Lucia. Um, they barely speak. It's unclear if she even speaks English. According, according to what I saw, and just learns she's just like just feeds him French fries and just says it's, hello. It's, it's it's bad. Oh no! I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> it's good. super awkward. And what I saw, and I would believe because I had noticed it, is um, 
she can speak English and Spanish, but she was so soft-spoken that the mics could barely catch what she was saying. That's why all of her lines are ADR'd incredibly Okay. I am convinced the person who ADR'd her lines was a man doing a woman's voice who spoke no Spanish. Hola. Hola. Hello. Hello. Hello, please. Please, lemon pledge, please. Right? Hello. Hello. I'm just like... All of her lines like, ay, 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 oh, no. And I'm like, that is a man ay, doing a woman's caramba. voice. That's how I sound doing a lady's yeah. voice. Right. Like, that's not a lady doing this ADR. Yeah. It is so bad. And I can see senor. What is around this? The, when they're running around the hospital and she's trying to help him escape, that's when you, like, really, really notice how bad it it's is. It's so just like, bad. Why did they do this? Just let her be soft spoken, man. It's fine. It's they didn't, so like, bad. They didn't pick it up in the moment that they're like, it seemed like it they was didn't watch any got, <laughs> It wasn't until they got in the editing room that they were like, oh, fuck. Uh-oh. We didn't pick up any of her dialogue. <laughs> we can't find her. Because you know everything. Like, there's a lot of good ADR in most movies. They were just like, oh, fuck it. We'll just. Hey, Jeff, I'll get over it. here real quick. <laughs> you Hola. can speak Spanish, Hola, right? Turbo. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so Jeff, bad. You're, uh, you're, you're, uh, your second cousin's Mexican, right? You're the closest <laughs> one, so you gotta come in and do this for us. All right? Get in here. Come on in. Come on here, Jeff. Oh, it was wild. Oh, it was so unfortunate. So incredibly unfortunate. <laughs> okay, and then here's how we take down the developer who's trying to pave miracles over and put up a shopping mall. Um uh-huh. Is ultimately just one day there's a showdown between bulldozers and the kids. There are a shit ton of people there, but they the bulldozers are able to scare off everybody. But then Turbo breaks out of the hospital and he finally like puts a stand and is like, You're not gonna go through. Douglas, the developer, is telling his bulldozer guy, like, run him over. The guy's like, I'm not fucking killing a kill kid. Kill that dude. kid. <laughs> Yeah. Murder not, that kid. I'm not murdering That's a right. child for you, sir. Make him wage, kill him. I'm not fucking murdering a kid. So yeah. Turbo saves the um basically saves Miracle that day. You're like, oh great, uh, now they're not gonna bulldoze it. And you know what? Who happens to show up? Howard Howard from the local news. Howard um, Howard. Howard Howard from the local news shows up right as this is being done. And the guy from the city, whose name I think is Randall, um, people are just taking interviews live on TV. Oh, yeah. Not a second thought. Not going like, no comment. Uh, get out of no. my face. No PR prep at all. Like, just whatever questions are asked. None. It's yeah. live. Don't worry about it. Enjoy just yourself. Just give an answer to him. Yep. And Howard Howard asks Randall, like, what's going on? And he's, and then... Randall basically in the moment is just like, hey, the developer wanted to take this place, but we're not going to let him. And Douglas is like, what the fuck? He's just like, man, we can't handle the bad PR right now. The mayor won't 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 take it. Because it's an election up. year. It's an year. election yeah. year. What? We yeah. didn't know that until now. Shit. No. It's an election year. Um, <laughs> so um, now all of a sudden it's like they can keep miracles, but it's still a fucking. Uh, it's looking condemned. Kind of <laughs> you yeah. can't it's not be condemned. inside. It's structurally unsound. It's they true. never say condemned. No, but so they, they, they were given a 30 day grace period to bring it up to code before it would yeah. be officially condemned. Oh, you're right. Torn and down souls. And souls. 
to the developer. Mm -hmm. So they still have work to do. Um, they still so they did raise like seven thousand dollars selling carnations, drawing portraits, busking, and doing a car well, wash. And the and the, the developer guy, they got him to give them six thousand dollars. <laughs> so ten. one thousand dollars. Oh, was ten. it ten? Yeah. Oh, because he's like, yeah, he Insane. said, um, I thought three, but that's too low. And then he's that's like, oh, six. Like you gotta come up from that. I'm like, this is also not good. <laughs> hey, he's gonna give you anybody. What are you talking about? Right. So then, but there's like, as you're saying, there's a lot of stuff where they they are constantly like building a stage, painting stuff, putting up decorations, and I'm like, where's this money coming from? And then ultimately, there's like multiple costume changes. There's like all this stuff, and I'm just like, this is taking from your profits. They do put on the show because Howard Howard tells everybody who is within the reach of my voice, come on down to Miracles and help these kids raise $150,000, which I don't know hey, what they got to you're the fired, 50. bro. You can't. You, you can't. This is not what your job is. You're supposed to be reporting on the news, not advocating. You're fired, Howard Howard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so then not only do they get people to come down to the show, they televise the whole show, which is mm -hmm. so kind. Because then Kelly's parents are watching it and are like, wow, she's really doing a lot. And the mom's like, well, she is volunteering. We always told her about philanthropy. <laughs> she's working with the poors. Working with the, the less fortunate, darling. Howard, Urchins. Howard, Howard. What if it was Huell Hauser? It's like, wow, you guys got this nice community center. <laughs> this is something. Wow. So as soon as I heard Howard Howard, I'm like, that's supposed to be Howard Howard. Huell Hauser. Mm -hmm. um, and they wind up saving and raising all the money they needed to make to save the miracles to renovate it anything I missed anything you gentlemen would like to discuss about this film no man I mean that um, I, I, no. I is a rapper I mean it's I, I, I'm, I'm a Law and Order fan He's good on SVU, yeah. but as a rapper, I'm like, man. You know, his his oh. rap style changed so much in a very short amount of time. Because like yeah. in this in this movie, he's basically doing Curtis Blow. <laughs> like yeah. it's yes. clap your hands, everybody. Everybody, clap, clap your hands. Clap your hands. <laughs> like that's what he's doing. And Omega move. And then yeah. right. And then two years later, it's like six in the morning, police at my door. I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, why did we get from that? Cop get I'm like, Jesus Christ, Ice T. Right. Right? Yeah, he he became yeah. a hardcore gangster rapper right after taking off that mesh shirt. Like he yeah. he really went through an evolution. Um yeah. so this but, was, it's just weird. It's just weird to see because like, it's it's him. Yeah. I see that and I'm like, that's him. It just did it's it's not what I because I'm I'm remember the the uh, late '80s, early '90s when mm -hmm. what whatever the Tipper Gore people were like this die 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 pig die. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was yeah. Charlton Heston doing that. That was Charlton Heston. They did they catch him with sedition. They tried to charge, him with, him, <laughs> they tried yes, to charge they... him with sedition. Well, they're, they're trying Jesus to charge Christ. everybody with, with sedition. Uh, well, people fuck. should be charged with sedition. No, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, they might get people. it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, yeah. Do we want to talk about the weird? Um, how to mac on girls with the weird dummy? Do we want to talk oh, about that too? No, so, no, because that's fucking was, gross and weird. That was a fever dream, right? Because they became the, the dummy became real people. That yes, the dummy became yeah. both girls. Then they tore it in three half. girls. 
Who was the third Ronda girl? Popped Ronda popped in there too. too. Oh, oh yeah. I thought uh, I was like, you need to. Did you guys paint in there and you didn't let out the fumes or something? You guys are something's weird going on well, in that little. Show. I will say, my my question for that scene is, I don't know how old uh, Turbo's supposed to be. He's got that wispy mustache, like he's fifteen. So like, I could see he appears he's never kissed a girl before, but. He he's an orphan then, right? Like he lives on his own. That opens up a he lot of questions. If Turbo is fifteen and Ozone is forty-two, why are they hanging out? Why do they live That's in a shack together? Well, I, I will say, I've seen that with B boys. There's this dude um, Waka who was like the godfather of breakers in Chicago. He he was very good, probably still is, but he was like forty something years old. And there was a dude on his crew named Junior. And I think Junior was like 17. And they were like best friends. So like that that happens with breaking sometimes. If it's like, you know, I taught you and I'm your mentor and whatever. But like these two, with those two, Waka and Junior, it was a clear mentor and mentee relationship. These two seem to be peers. So it's a little Mm -hmm. bit different. But they also seem to live in that weird shed together. (laughs) They share that room. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot each night for the fucking weird Murphy bed. This is what happens when you begin filming a movie before the script is written. (laughs) There's just plot holes and things that don't make any fucking sense. Fair. Uh, Yeah. 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 Well, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? Oh, I'm cheating. This is galore. <laughs> I am picking <clears throat> Miss Layla Rashad, who's part oh, of Rhonda's yeah. crew. I saw her. I saw her uh, in a second. I'm like, no. Uh-huh. She is in the first one. She's an extra in the first scene. She is in this movie credited as dancer as Layla Rashad Quinones. I don't know. Was she she with Shabadoo? She with or so. related to? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think they were probably his wife before she met uh, Antoine Fuqua. Wait, oh. seriously? Yeah, she's married oh. to Antoine Fuqua. Wow. You guys know that? Man, I didn't know that. Know that. Yeah. She he, uh, equalizing. Fuck, yeah. I fucking love those movies. <laughs> equalizing. <laughs> Each one of those movies made $190 million worldwide. I know. She was married to Shabadoo for five years from 82 to 87. Okay. Wow. Okay. And the best he can get her is this, huh? This is the best part he could. What? Have her play Rhonda. I don't know. So she has these two as her starts, uh, both in 84. She then goes on to be in some movie called a TV movie called A Bunny's Tale. Um, she goes something called Stewardess School in 1986 mm-hmm. as the school instructor. She mm-hmm. appears on one episode of uh, Facts of Life, Cosby Show, What's Happening Now, all in 1987. Um, busy. busy year. Yeah. She then, I'm going to skip over some stuff because there's a lot. Um, is on one episode of Amen in 1988. Sherman Helmsley. What a fucking show. Amen. <laughs> Love that show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she then is in Harlem Nights in 89. Yeah. Oh, it's Pryor in... and uh, Murphy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's in one episode 
each of these shows, 21 Jump Street, 227, and First and 10, which I think is that TV series we just yeah, a couple weeks fucking ago. love 227. I can remember 227. Mary. That Mary. one and that, Amen and Perfect Strangers. I think I could watch those shows nonstop. Mm-hmm. If I Coulson have to Larry. Yeah. Coulson Larry. <laughs> It's a me buggy. <laughs> Guys, it's going to take me forever to get through this. And then in and that's okay. One, that's she okay. is in one episode each of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Detective, Detective Extra Large. Um, <laughs> she <laughs> is in Boomerang in 1992. She's in oh. an episode of The Rock and Tales from the Crypt in 1992. Um, okay. She's in Meteor Man in 93. Hell one yeah. episode mm-hmm. of The Sinbad Show in 83. She pops up a couple times on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. She's on 13 episodes of The Wayans Brothers. She's in Waiting to Exhale. Mr. and Mrs. Loving. Uh, she winds up being in an episode of Outer Limits in 97. Gang related in 97. Um, with Tupac mm-hmm. and James Belushi? John yes. Belushi. Right. Jan- John. No, Jim. Uh, it was Jim, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. That movie, that pairing was always <laughs> weird to me. Oh, you guys ever see Why Do Fools Fall in Love? She's in oh, that. Yeah. That's yeah. Frankie, yeah. Lyman. Frankie Lyman story. Yeah. I do passing so day. I love that song. I saw that movie mm-hmm. just because I like that song. It's, it's a good really one. Good. Um, yeah. She's in it any given Sunday in 1999. Oh, something yeah. called Labor Pains in 2000. Okay. Um, She's 22 episodes of something called The Division in 2001. She's in First Daughter in 2004. Um, Brooklyn's Finest in 2009 that is uh there's a that's a wesley snipes uh ethan hawk vehicle about the some corrupt nypd officers who are, who are getting know. tracked down by iad it's good it's a good movie huh that's an that's an antoine fuqua movie yes mm. she's mm-hmm. in that movie as leila rashan fuqua Woo! um then uh might be on some show with malcolm jamal warner in 2011 mm. read between the lines um sure. she's got a lot of stuff that now we're coming into the the 2010s i've never heard of supremacy in 2014 she said something a tv show called the breaks in 2017 training mm. day the tv show not the movie oh um, they did that TV show they did that yeah yeah um she is on a show that i recognize um she is on david makes man which is a very good show she's on two episodes she plays david's grandmother it's by the guy who wrote um uh moonlight oh Oh. terrence mcnair or something like that it's about like kind of about him growing up in Mm. um miami the first season's great. I have not seen the second season. Heart like gut wrenching, but delightful. Um, okay. she was on an episode of Insecure in 2021. Something BET her BET Her presents the couch for two episodes in 2022. Family reunion for one episode, and she's an upcoming project called Boomeranged. Oh, it's rumored. It's in no development. Way. So no sequel, way huh? they can't do it. No. I mean, you so know was what? this this was this the start of something? Yes. Yeah. Big things. I'd, I'd say so. Not always, but some the, things. But yeah, uh, the, that string in the nineties is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. To, yeah. to come from to come from dancing under an overpass with dudes that have nunchucks. No, to no, that, no. That's 
she wasn't she was only ever at club radio tron oh i thought she was the the girl dancer on that crew okay. no no no. she is one of Rhonda's friends gotcha okay well yes no nunchucks for her uh guys that does bring us to the end of this episode and just like the end of the school year that means it's time to let some superlatives uh derek we didn't talk about derek a whole lot he's Tucker carlson uh derek is most yes. likely to report a lemonade stand for not having the proper permits yeah kelly yeah. is most likely to downplay her family's money when describing herself as a pioneer of the la hip-hop scene Mm-hmm. Turbo is most likely to prematurely ejaculate, you know, because of that scene with the dummy and all. And Ooh. Ozo, yeah, Ozone is most likely to bust out a windmill once every few years and say, yep, I still got it. Uh, this next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we going to watch next? I was not kidding about that Capoeira movie. It is on <laughs> HBO Max and Eeny, Miny. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Only the strong. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to pick it. Uh, are there teens in it? Here's the thing. It's about a Green Beret who comes back from training in Brazil to his old neighborhood and ends up teaching capoeira to some at-risk teens. All right, there it is. After his school turns to shit and his battle with drug dealers makes up and his battle with the drug dealers makes up the entire plot of the film. It's the only film where they decided that, you know what, capoeira, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. Yeah, it's cool. It. It's it's definitely a cool thing. It's just like it's not the most. Um, let's uh, let's not say I it's cool. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Gordo isn't. Yeah, I mean, no, Capoeira is cool. Yeah, that shit's cool. Yeah, but it's just, you, you can't take it back. Can't take it back. <laughs> Mark yeah, I, I, I think it's cool. Yes, Dascascos. 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 He's the chef. He's the Iron Chef. Yeah. Oh, all right. He's also one yeah. of the badasses in John Wick Three. Never seen after it. John. Pretty cool. Never seen any of the okay. Jonathan movies. But as as, as, as soon as I mentioned guy. it, as soon as I mentioned it earlier, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's available. <laughs> and there's teens in it. It's happening. It's that counts. Yeah. All right, guys. That does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, read, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at recapping pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Mr. Douglas, you cause me any more trouble, kid. I'll finish you, your friends, and your whole damn neighborhood. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.